Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. You're listening to Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio with your host, Darren Fatman McDuck. And now, prepare to get fat. Hey, 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 what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio brought to you by I'mTheFatMan.com. And I'm your host, Darren Fatman McDuffie. Got a great show for you tonight. This is something that I, uh, one of the second people that I ever interviewed on my show touched on a little bit, and I wanted to find someone who knew a great deal about food combining. But before we bring the guest on, I wanted to just uh, touch on some announcements for you. If you're not connected with me on Facebook, please do so at facebook.com slash I'm the fat man. I'm on Twitter at the fat underscore man, and you can connect with me on my face, uh, my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, under Darren McDuffie. I have quite a few friends on there, and probably at some point I'm going to reach my limit and just do everything from the Facebook fan page. But for now, you can connect with me on my personal fan page, and you can get all the updates on the show. But do please go to the Facebook uh, fan page and, and connect on that as well. So. We got a good show tonight. This is something that um, I think everybody needs to know because I know that a lot of people are doing this wrong, including me uh, way back in the day when I was uh, learning how to eat properly. I, I mixed a lot of things that weren't supposed to be mixed, and this is going to be a very, very educational show. But before I bring Dr. Wayne Pickering on the show, we got a lot to cover tonight. I wanted to just read his bio. My guest tonight is Dr. Wayne Pickering. He's actually uh, also known as the Mango Man and the Ambassador of Health, and he's a homeboy from Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, There's a lot of people here from Florida. I'm so glad that this guy is actually from Daytona Beach, Florida, which is probably about three hours up the road from me, and he'll be talking about food combining. If there's something that you don't know uh, much about tonight, you're going to get a very good education. He's a naturopathic physician nutritional performance coach, lifestyle management consultant, and a disease prevention specialist. He's an author of 25 books, over 100 CDs, several DVDs, over 300 articles, and 10 health systems. He shows you how to get older and better and not old and bitter while living a totally disease-free lifestyle. His prognosis that was death at age 30, now at 66 years young, Dr. Wayne is an award-winning triathlete and a double nominee for the Healthy American Fitness Leader Award. He's a Florida State Licensed Nutrition Counselor, and his nutrition programs are approved for continuing education credits by the Florida and Alabama State Boards of Pharmacy, and most recently by the Florida Board of Dentistry. His purpose is teaching you how to be the healthiest person on the planet and not the wealthiest person in the grave with a focus on nutrition and a basic philosophy If you want to be tough, you have to eat good stuff. 
He's the founder of the Daytona Beach Bay Center for Nutrition and Life Management Incorporated. He's an amazing man with an awesome story. Give him a minute and he'll give you a lifetime. And I can attest to that. I love talking to Dr. Pickering. So without further ado, oh, I forgot to mention his websites. Uh, if you want to check more of his website out, it's one of his websites is www.combinewhenyoudine.com. That's his most popular chart on food combining, and he also has the uh, mangomandiet.com and, ha- and has a 27-day course on food combining with over 400 recipes and several hours of nutrition audio programs. If you'd like to get in touch with Dr. Wayne after the show, you can call him at one eight six six mango man That's 626-4662. So that's one eight one eight six 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 two six four six six two. So I'm going to bring... The Mango Man on the air, Dr. Wayne Pickering himself. Thank, thank you, Darren. Let me tell you something. Uh, I would like for you to, if you would, uh, when you mentioned Fat Man, I went on Facebook and put F-A-T-M-A-N. That didn't get it. So actually, <laughs> it's what? Could you spell that for your audience for me, please? Yeah, it's actually, me. I, I'm the Fat Man. So if you're trying to look on Facebook, it's I like uh, initiate M like Mary fat man. So facebook.com slash I'm the fat man. Yes, sir. But I mean, uh, spell fat. P H A T. So there you go. Perfectly, perfectly healthy in tone. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> now, you know, uh, Darren, let me mention this to you, buddy. The, the fact that you're doing these shows, you, you had a setback one time when you lost your mama at a very mm-hmm. young age. Mm-hmm. And, Believe it or not, everything that happens to us in life is precisely what we needed at that moment of time to move us on to the next state of what we're divinely chosen to do in this world. So if we can consider, and, and, and God bless your mom, I'm not glazing over that, but it was, mm-hmm. uh, it, you, you've taken the ball and you've run with A setback is always a set up to come back. I know. I've heard that before. You know what I'm talking about. Uh A setback is always a setup to come back. So our past has to be a point of reference, not a place of residence. Too Uh many people stay in the past. Come on now. It's gone. So what I'd like for the audience to do this evening is if you will get your pen and paper out, we've got a lot of great things that uh, Darren and I are going to cover this evening. And if you will get a pen and paper out, you're going to have some sites to go to. You're going to get some gifts and all of that. So I'm glad to be with you, Darren. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, Dr. Pickering. You and I have had some some real deep conversations off the air, and tonight I think we're going to have a real good uh, deep conversation on the air when it comes to food combining. Now, I want to get right to it, uh, jumping to the first question. Uh, In your seminars, you talk a lot about the nine components that will keep us healthy for the long haul in life. Tell us about those briefly so we will understand where nutrition fits into the whole plan. Okay, good. You see, once we get the people well, What's the use if we don't teach them how to stay well for life? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think that if they can just go ahead and run three miles, and that's good. No, 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 not even close. Uh, Or they think they can take all these vitamins and they can take and get their naps or breathe good air. Or a lot of people even actually think they have to be sitting on a mountaintop with a turban on their head and eat mung bean sprouts all day with chopsticks and think that's going to make them healthy. None of that stuff. That's all garbage. 
this is a real world that you and I live in here. But there are nine things that we need to do to be healthy. First of all, I'd like to say this. There are eight sides of our lives we need to give attention to, and health is one component of it. Let me just throw those eight in here real quick for you. They form an acronym CHECKERS. Uh, when we make the right moves, the right jumps, uh, good strategy, good common sense, uh, when, we play a, when we play a game of checkers, we win that game of checkers. It's much like the game of life. So the C, that's our career. The H, that's our health. The E is our emotions, and there's only three kinds of emotion, by the way, mad, glad, and sad, and you can only be one at any one time. Uh, the, the C is our, uh, our, our uh, communication, our interaction with people. The K is knowledge. Here's a good line for us to live by. The more we learn, the more we earn, and the more we return. Mm-hmm. So uh, career, health, economics, communication, knowledge, emotion, recreation, and spiritual. Now, you take a look at the health up there. When our health is shot, nothing else means a hoot to us. I wrote a little poem one time. I says, never give up your health in your quest for wealth, because you will spend wealth to regain your health. And you know what happens when you die, brother? <laughs> your brother-in-law gets to drive your car. Now, that's a bummer. <laughs> so to figure out, okay, once we get well, uh, I, uh, I tell my audience, never let the success of your business become the failure of your health. You are in total charge of your health. That's the deal. Not some doctor, not some nutritionist. You. Nobody else. And once we get the components of being healthy down, then we're off to the races. So there's nine things that we must do to stay healthy for the duration of our time. We're all on the road to death. There's just no need to jump in the passing lane. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a new start is called attitude, nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, tenacity, air, rest, and temperance in all we do. These are the nine components that's going to keep us healthy for the long haul, and you can see that nutrition's just one part of them. Mm-hmm. But too many people think, as I mentioned, that they've got to be, uh, you know, uh, sitting on a mountaintop, if you will, and gathering tomatoes on the east side of the mountain of Tibet on Tuesday at 3 in the morning to be healthy. No, no, no. This is mm-hmm. a real world, and we're going to show you how to combat all of this and put all of this in order for you. Yeah. It sounds like to me, uh, Dr. Pickering, that – all those things come back to being um, completely balanced. Like you, you yes. have people that you have people that will exercise too much in order to compensate for what they're eating. You have people that don't exercise at all, and then you have people who are always emotional. They're always depressed, so they don't, you know, they they're not exercising anyway. So, is it more balanced with this whole thing? That's trying no, no, to without question. Components, okay. Well, and also let me just share a little poem that I wrote one time about the attitude, which is the most important of them all. If we have enough fortitude to develop an attitude of sincere gratitude for our body's magnitude, we will have an aptitude to reach a higher latitude for an ultimate altitude. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Dude, <laughs> I just now thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I I believe that. I believe that. Oh, hardly. Um, talking about nutrition, because there's a lot of things going on with nutrition. Some people say you have to be vegan. Some people say you have to have a plant-based diet. Some people say you have to have you have to eat meat. Don't eat meat. 
There's all kind of things out, out there. Give us your definition of nutrition and um, and uh, why people think that it heals and all that other sort of stuff. Okay, well, first of all, uh, Darren, nutrition doesn't heal. Vitamins don't heal. Herbs don't heal. Nutrition, food does not heal. We're just going to have to come to grips with that. Uh, uh, 67 coming up here in another week and a half, Friday the 13th, June the 13th. Uh, I'll be 67, and here's a couple things that I've learned just about nutrition in my 67 years. It mm-hmm. doesn't heal. As a matter of fact, it doesn't do anything to the body. Here's all nutrition is. It's a series of four processes that the body employs to make food materials for the body to use. Hence, if you want to be tough, you've got to eat good stuff. And it's a science, and it never changes. It's how we apply it that changes. So that's the best definition I can give you of nutrition. It's a series of four processes that the body employs to make food materials for the body to use. The food has to break down. That's the first process. Then it gets it into the body. It's called absorption. That's the second process. The third process, the body assimilates it. It's called assimilation. And the last one, the body eliminates. So that's just the science of how we work. Right. Why do you think so many people fall victim to just poor, poor nutrition? Uh, because they're blinded with the cloud of confusion. They watch TV. They, uh, are, 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 uh, in my view, they are, the marketing scams that's out there is horrendous. I didn't know. I ate because that's the way my family ate. And they ate because that's the way their parents ate. I was so sick when I was in the war. I got wounded when I was in my third term in South Vietnam. I never forgot when I was sitting out there rolling on the ground. My stomach was killing me. I mean, it was burning, and I I couldn't understand it. And they were wanting to give me a shot. They were wanting to do this. And I said, I'm doing, something kept on telling me I'm doing something wrong. So, uh, and we'll get into all of that. But uh, uh, people are just blinded with the cloud of confusion. Once you learn the science of how you work, and that's what we bring to the table. I was fed up with all the garbage out there. High protein this, low protein that. You indicated a little bit of that a moment ago. Uh, high carb, low carb, no carbs, weigh this, measure that, count this. That's all garbage. I mean, I show people how to eat more and weigh less in 27 days, guaranteed. Yeah, I've heard that. I've actually heard a study um, where they show where people ate more, and I uh, talked about this on my show last week with Dr. Shauna Young. She's a naturopath like you as well. And she was saying the same exact thing, that she was eating more of the the better things, uh, and she was actually losing losing weight. So there's well, something to that. No, there's no doubt. Well, you see, I was fat and sick most of my life. I was supposed to die before I was 30. I'm 67. I've never, honestly, I've never felt better. We have a big film crew coming down on my 67th here on uh, uh, June 13th for all those cards and letters, everybody. But uh, a big film crew is coming down there, and I didn't know they were going to do this, but they called me the other day and asked permission if they could. They're going to make a DVD of this routine that I've been doing for quite some years, and we fine-tuned it, and it's going to be – I'm going to make that available to a whole lot of people. So yeah, let's talk about your routine. I saw you on Facebook. I think I saw you with your leg 
up in the air, like into like a full split standing. And I know you do a lot of calisthenics and, and different things. And you are 66 years old. What do you attribute that to? Um, uh, number one, want. Uh, mm-hmm. People only want what they want when the want is more than the effort slash cost. I, my job is showing people how to get older and better and not old and bitter. And all you have to do is just do a little thing. We, we've only got 24 hours. That's the deal. 24 hours is all we got. Eight hours for rest, eight hours to make a living, eight hours to make a life. And how can I add one hour of the, uh, my, to my waking life? What you do is sleep six at night and one in the day. You've got one hour added to your waking life, and you're going to use that as your power hour. 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night before you go to bed is the most, when your mind is in its most alpha state, when you're the most receptive to great ideas. When we come back and do a show on our fitness, because uh, you and I are going to do a series together on how to get well and stay well for life, and we're going to talk about all of the fitness programs because we've got a lot to cover tonight when we want to get into this food combining so that people will be able to set this subject to rest Pardon me, once and for all. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so let's get to my next question. You speak about four principles of healthy eating. Explain those to us and our topic on food combining is actually a, a, a huge part of that, right? Exactly. Well, do you see there's four basic components to a good, healthy eating regime. We must eat foods when they're in season. It's crazy when I see people eating watermelons around the Christmas time. I mean, they're not even good for you then. They don't supply your body with what you need. Uh, we need to eat foods in season, and we are at the best time in the nation's history, in the world history, for the abundance that we have, the opportunities that we have, and the foods that's available to us. Uh, I suggest everybody to entertain planting a garden, and if you're limited on space, get a tower garden growing. Start doing your own thing, and that way you got rid of all this GMO stuff and everything. You're in charge of your health, so we must eat foods when they're in season. Number two, according to the type of environment that we're in. Number three, according to your activity, the type of activity uh, that you're involved in, your occupation, uh, if you're a, a, a big-time athlete or if you're sedentary at computers, you need to eat according to the type of activity that you're involved in. And number four, according to your body's digestive chemistry, food combining. And that's where we're going to talk about here now. Right, yeah, that's what we're going to get into. Um, with regards to the whole thing about the four principles of healthy eating, why is it or why do you think that people just don't know anything about these whole these principles? Uh, good question, actually. Uh, we're, gone to sc- we're sent to school. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a little quick uh, answer to that, okay? And mm-hmm. it's not a roundabout thing. We are, we're, uh, we're finally designed to last 125 years, without question. 125 years. I've got a book here in my office called World Keys to Health and Long Life by Dr. Bernard Jansen, where he interviewed people all over the world who were over 100 and 120 years old. I'm looking at a picture right now, because I like to have this book when people are interviewing me. I'm looking at a picture right now of a guy who's 167, 
a great big beard and one of those Russian hats, and he's chopping wood. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and another guy here I'm looking, he's got a foot on a pitchfork, uh, one tooth out, smiling, and uh, he's 146. I got another guy here I'm looking at, ruddy complexion and just as happy as he can be, uh, 158. I mean, come on. We're finally designed to last 125 years minimum. So let's break all that down and answer your question, why don't people know this? You have... 0 to 25, 25 to 50, 50 to 75, 75 to 100, 100 to 125. Those are five components of the seed of life, and the seed has three E's in it. The S is the 0 to 25. That's your schooling years. You are sent to school to learn a barrage of facts that chances are you'll never, ever use them again. And people are so hung up watching television, learning all the wrong stuff, And we'll get into a whole lot of that in another portion of our seminar series that you and I are going to do. But Mm -hmm. 25 to 50, that's the first E. That's the education years. uh, Schooling is self-imposed. Education is self-induced. The second E is 50 to 75. That's your entrepreneurial years. That's the time that you're going to make the biggest difference in your life. Uh, what, age was what age was that? What age was that again? Fifty to seventy-five. Okay. So people actually think when they're sixty, they say, "Honey, you gonna play bingo?" No, I'm gonna play me some golf here, honey. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You're just getting yeah. started. Right. And people think that just they let age be their cage. They think that age causes disease. Forget about it. Age doesn't cause sickness. That's all garbage. We're sent to school to learn the wrong stuff. So what, in my view? What we, okay, now, so the, e, the second E is the entrepreneurial. The third E is 75 to 100. That's your enjoyment years. And the 100 to 125 is the D, not death, your destination years. So we're sent to school to learn. Uh, where do we go to learn how to be healthy? I mean, really, where do we go to learn how to have a good sex life, have a good marriage, have a good financial career? How, as I say, how to be healthy, how to eat good. If you think you're going to go to a hospital and get a good meal, you've got another thing coming. That's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. Now, I'm never going to condescend the medical community because they are doing some incredibly awesome things. I suggest everybody, if you have any doubts about the wonderful greatness of our great country here in North America, you, uh, the, 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 the military and the, uh, the medical community are doing some incredibly awesome things. Here's a great series that you can check up from your local library. It's a National Geographic thing. It's 270 minutes long. It took me a week to watch it. It's awesome. It's called Inside Combat Rescue. Inside Combat Rescue. So you will uh, uh, know that right then, I'm all for the medical community. It's Big Pharma that I'm down on. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the deal. So the medical community is doing some awesome things. I could go on and on, and we'll talk about that in our Get Well series. But the reason that we're not taught this because we're not it's not in the curriculum. Yeah, one of the things I had to snap myself out of is when I was younger, and I guess you'd probably say I'm still young, but when I was younger, more so in my teenage years and getting into my 20s and late 20s and even early 30s, I saw all the people around me, all of my closest relatives, the thing would be where people would 
get older, gain weight, and then the body would break down. And I remember having to, like, kind of rewire my brain to not think like that. Why do you think most people uh, struggle with that? Because that's the way everybody else thinks. And uh, nobody, nobody likes change except a wet baby, okay? People <laughs> don't want to change. And that's what it evolves, change. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want I was sick of being sick, man. Now I can go through my life Never, ever, ever, ever have to be sick in my life. And I was supposed to die before I was 30. That was the prognosis. But I said, no way. So it's your attitude that you take toward this. So, okay, let's, let's move on. We've got a lot to go. Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot to cover. So um, we're getting right into it now. Give us a short definition of food combining. Oh, okay. Food combining is nothing more than a sensible scientific way to eat your food so that everything you eat, Darren, stands the best chance of digesting and doesn't stay in the stomach any longer than it should. And the purpose of food combining is very simple. It's to uncomplicate the process of digestion, thereby totally eliminating digestive problems. The body has 10 systems, Darren that work together harmoniously for, uh, just, just to keep, uh, uh, for normal functioning. You get the muscular system, the skeletal system, the nervous system, uh, the lymphatic system, the, uh, the elimination system, the excretory, the respiratory system, digestive system, circulatory system, glandular system, and the reproductive system. Each is a separate entity but every one of them depend on each other. But the system that we have the most control over is the digestive system. Through the way we feed ourselves, this in turn affects all the other ten systems. And the digestive system is the site of ongoing chemical activity without question. We all digest food. You prove me wrong when I say this. I'll buy you anything you want. Buy mm-hmm. you that Rolls Royce that you're just craving for and all that. The, the, uh, we all digest food exactly, precisely the same way. Our needs may vary, and the rate of the efficiency of the breakdown may vary through uh, several physiological dysfunctions or whatever that we're going through. But it's a, a digestive system is the site of ongoing activity, chemical activity, and different chemicals are needed for the digestion of different types of foods. For example, starchy foods require alkaline digestive medium, which is supplied initially in the mouth by the digestive enzyme tyalin, that's spelled P-T-Y-A-L-I-N, and proteins require an acid medium for digestion, pepsin, and hydrochloric acid. By the way, hydrochloric acid does not break the food down. All that does is just set the tone for the concentration of how much pepsin is needed for the digestion of what the concentration of protein you're putting in your body. Now, mm-hmm. anybody with the knowledge of chemistry, Darren, knows that acids and alkalines neutralize each other. Hence, they're forced to go to work at the same time in the stomach. Digestion is completely arrested, and food is going to rot, if, especially if it's allowed to remain in a long period of time at 85 degrees or more. You know this and I know this. You put this uh, up watermelon, for example, out there in the sun uh, for an hour or two hours. Just say two hours of 85 degrees. Well, you know and I know that thing's going to rot. Well, the stomach temperature is 104 to 106 degrees during digestion. 
And if the stomach, if the food is staying in the stomach longer than it needs to, now you're going to have a problem. The science of the body is very simple. It's the science of cause and effect. We've got to deal with the cause and forget the effect. By the way, you know a lot of them say, uh, Darren, that these drugs or this has a side effect. There's no such thing as side effect. That's also garbage. Those are the effects. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no such thing as a side effect. Those are the effects. That's just a cushion and kind of like a little easy. Well, people say, well, it's okay, honey. It's just a little side effect. No, no. That's the effect. Now, isn't it ironic that people of the best fed nation in the world have so much problems digesting their food? And the food is compounded when we not only mix it improperly, but so many of you eat with no discrimination. There is a, by the way, there is a DVD that everybody on this show should watch. It's called Fat, F-A-T, Fat, What They're Not Telling You. You will be shocked at people for years. They will never prepare a meal home. They drive up to the fast food uh, for breakfast, get their stuff, eat it, throw the trash in the barrel, and they come home, and when their doctor told them after their 250 pounds overweight that they've got to go and start fixing the food. And when that young, I never forgot one of the couples they were interviewing were slamming doors in their kitchen. i got to buy dishes now, and i got to learn to cook, and they're fighting each other. I mean, come on, get over it. Get over it. <laughs> to be more yeah, blunt. Got... I'm sorry? I just tell people if they're not willing to cook, then they're just not willing to be healthy. Because when you cook your stuff, you actually know what's going in your food. When you go and sit down at a restaurant, you order your food, you have no idea what's going into your food, the amount of chemicals that they're putting into the food. And for for most restaurants out there, the 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 basis is profit. They want a profit. Very well said. Extremely mm-hmm. well said. You took the, my sentiments exactly, and it's this. The two biggest pro, uh, the, uh, industries in our country that produce the bulk of our gross national product both begin with P. Petroleum, pharmaceutical. And they have two things in mind, and they both begin with P. Power and profit. It, 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 there's no money in keeping you healthy. Now, yeah. it boggles my mind trying to figure out why intelligent human beings would try to eat and subsist just by eating junk, as junk food affects behavior and thought processes. And we, not them, we are the losers. And somewhere else I read that, that the best way to lengthen your life is to avoid shortening it. So if you will refrain from overeating and combine your foods correctly as indicated in the combining the food combining guide and you indicated the website there combinewhenyoudine.com uh you 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 will never again have to experience that bloated feeling constipation will be eliminated uh except for when it comes from eating too fast and not chewing your food up well enough yeah, and don't ever drink with meals that's a bad thing to do Uh, We should never eat when we drink, and we should never drink when we eat. So your odds of avoiding illness are going to be hugely improved, and years will be added to your life, and even more importantly, life will be added to your years. You see, men don't die. They kill themselves. And old age will never cause disease. I'm going to say one last thing, and I know we've got to move on, because you got Mm -hmm. me wound up here, and I could go on. (laughs) 
But remember, one of life's great laws is replenishment. If we do not eat, we die. Mm-hmm. Just as surely as if we don't combine our foods properly and eat the kind of foods, as you indicated a little while ago, that will nourish our bodies constructively, we don't, uh, we don't only die prematurely, but we've got to suffer along the way. Yeah, yeah. Before we, we move on, I want to touch on a couple of things that came to my head, and then we'll move on to the next question. Um, you mentioned something very early in the big beginning, and I'm just trying to put them together in my head. You mentioned eating food that's in season. There are a lot of people that are suffering from food allergies and food sensitivities uh, at this point. And do you think that has anything with, with us actually eating things out of season? Uh, partly, yes. But the other thing is, is less than quality food. If you're living in a house, plant a garden. If you're living in a, an apartment building, get yourself a tower garden. Uh, and I could give you a whole seminar just on that. But uh, we have, when I, uh, the only things I do not eat, I mean, pardon me, that uh, I do not uh, uh, pick. Uh, I, I get all my, all of my fruit are grown by organic farmers. I mean, we get bushels and bushels of them, mangoes, persimmons, grapes, uh, every kind of tropical fruit you could think of, oranges galore. I have access to 90 acres of just mangoes. Uh, and and or- I've also got 90 acres of oranges, of all things. Mm-hmm. And we've got, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, you name it, we've got it. And the things I will buy in the store will be like mango, I mean not mangoes, but melons and a few things like that. But I go out in the backyard and I pick what I eat with the exception of these three things, not counting fruit, okay? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll fish. I'll eat some fish. Um, they'll say, are you, uh, Dr. Wayne, are you, a, are you a vegetarian? No, I'm a Presbyterian. Uh, but just the same, I buy the fish, I mm-hmm. buy carrots, and I buy yams. Mm-hmm. So uh, those things, I, uh, so, so eating foods is in season. It's a whole lot more benefits than uh, the allergies portion, but the allergies could uh, play some uh, uh, role there. But uh, 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 you don't catch allergies. That's another, <laughs> is that a lot of garbage? Catch yeah. allergies? Come on. Come on. That's impossible. Yeah. It's um, like people think they catch AIDS. I mean, get a life. You don't catch AIDS. You earn it. Mm-hmm. I'm um, upset about that. Let's talk about um, fermentation, because I think that that's a big thing. A lot of times when the food just stays in our stomach, a lot of people are suffering from that type of thing. And there are a lot of conditions that are caused by that, like IBS and and, um, just different type of gastrointestinal type things. Let's talk real briefly about fermentation, and we will um, move on to the next question. Okay, fermentation causes um, uh, the uh, it, it sets the environment for so many challenges your body here's three great lessons about your health let me share this you are healthy automatically by design you cut yourself down and watch it days two three days it starts healing mm-hmm. so innately subcortically without thought your body is self-repairing self-healing and all of that so uh, we're healthy automatically by design and sick only by default. Here's the second lesson. You don't catch disease. You don't catch colds. You don't catch allergies. I mean, hello. People actually think they catch colds. That's impossible to catch a cold. And we'll talk all about that in our Get Well and Stay Well for Life series. But the lesson is you don't catch disease. You earn it. 
and it mm-hmm. stems from crud in the blood from being drunk with junk. Look out now. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, of course, is you only get well by what comes out of you, not by what goes into you. Get those three lessons down. You will understand that you can go through your life because there's a whole lot more to deal Here, let me give you my take on life. If we honor God and serve our fellow man, creating a service out of what we are genuinely passionate about so that everybody who's involved in that service has equal opportunity to gain, then we win. Yep, I believe that. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. So the... uh Share us with us some definitive benefits of eating foods in compatible combinations with our body's chemistry. What, what are some benefits of that? Uh, very simply, conquer acid reflux. That's huge. I would say at least 50% of all of the people that come to me have one of these three uh, challenges. Acid reflux. I show them how they can conquer acid reflux once and for all, eliminate indigestion totally, and wipe out heartburn immediately. Mm. I mean, you, they're gone. Now, I'm not saying food combining heals. That doesn't heal. All that is is just eating foods in a sensible way since our bodies are healthy automatically by design. And when we eat anything and everything, now our bodies has to go through challenges. And then we look for a pill. Have you got something good for my acid reflux? No, you got the vernacular wrong. You want something bad for it. Mm-hmm. So conquer acid reflux, eliminate indigestion, and wipe out heartburn. Those are three immediate benefits. One of the big things that comes to me, uh, Dr. Dr. Pickering, is fruit. And we kind of talked about this a little bit off the air, but I thought this is a perfect time to bring that up about combining fruit, combining fruit with meat, combining fruit with starches. Talk about that a little bit more before we move on. Well, why don't we talk about the three commandments of food combining first, and then we'll, uh, we'll cover that. All right, let's do that. Can we do that? Because mm-hmm. there, there are seven food combining rules, but there's three commandments of food combining you cannot deviate from. Here's the first one. Don't mix your proteins and starches together. That's meat and potatoes, hamburger on the bun, hot dog on the bun, macaroni and cheese, spaghetti and meatballs, uh, steak and rice, chicken and rice, steak and potatoes. I mean, that's all American. That's why American. If you want to find out the state of the American people's health, there's four places you go. Number one, go to the beach. I want to tell the people, put a shirt on. (laughs) Mercy. The second one is, go to an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet. Ah, forget about it. And the third one, go to Disney. Mercy sakes. Number four, go to a Walmart. I mean, if you want to see what the American people's state of health is, you go to Walmart. Google people at Walmart. I was shocked. Couldn't believe it. So the first commandment to eating is proteins and starches should not be combined and not be eaten together. Now, that doesn't mean you can't eat meat. Just don't eat it with your starch. Mixing proteins and starches is one of the worst of the disease-producing habits. By the way, according to Dr. Everett Koop, 16 out of 21 deaths in our country, 16 out of 21 deaths in our country, Darren, are caused by poor nutrition. Now, you think about that. You think about all the murders, the rapes, the accidents, deaths, wars. 
16 out of 21. Poor nutrition. You get the nutrition down, you're off to the races. There's no way that proteins and starches will ever combine properly. You're thinking, well, what about the meat and potatoes and all that? Well, you have to take the meat as the protein, the bread as the starch. The starch begins its digestive process in the, in the mouth. It's the only food that begins to digest in the mouth chemically uh, 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 with the enzyme tylin, P-T-Y-A-L-I-N. And the acid digestive juices that it takes to digest the protein begins in the stomach. And here's an interesting thought. Protein is the only food that digests chemically in the stomach, nothing else. Fruit does not chemically break down in the stomach. You get two kinds of digestion, mechanical, chemical. Everything breaks down mechanically in all the four areas, but chemically, no, no. Mechanically, yes. Chemically, no. And that's what we're concerned with here, the chemistry of the body, how you work. So when proteins and starches are combined, their digestive juices neutralize each other, digestion stops, and when food doesn't digest, you know what happens? It rots. Mm causing acid reflux, indigestion. Uh, If something is insane, we know it's not sane. If something is inharmonious, we know it's not harmonious. If something is indigestion, that doesn't mean it's halfway digesting. It's not digesting. Mm -hmm. Let's get the food combining now. Here's the second commandment. Fruits and vegetables should never be eaten together. Your fruits digest after the stomach. Now, if you take a look in your, uh, in your body, Darren, at the top of the stomach you have a pylori, I mean, cardio valve, pardon me, a cardio valve that opens like a check valve and allows food to go through and closes off so that during the process of the uh, peristaltic action and the digestion and the breaking down, the churning and everything in the stomach, it doesn't shoot it back out the mouth. And notice when you vomit. It doesn't hurt coming out the mouth. It hurts right there at the top of your stomach because that valve has done a complete reversal of its normal tendency, if you will. Mm -hmm. So they have the, the, uh, the valve that goes in the stomach at the top called the cardi valve. Then you've got one that leaves the stomach. It's called the pyloric valve. It's a sphincter, actually. And it opens like a check valve and will allow the fruit to get into the stage three and four where it breaks down. If you're eating fruit, with a, your meal or immediately after the meal, you're crazy. That is a, I don't care how good the food is, it's just not going to digest. And here's the reason. It stays in the stomach. And fruit does not chemically break down in the stomach. It digests in three and four because there's four places where food breaks down. One, two, three, four. The, the mouth, the stomach, the duodenum, the jejunum, or the duodenum, however you want to pronounce that. One, two, three, and four. Starch begins its digestion in the mouth, in an alkaline medium, protein in the stomach with an acid medium. When you mix them both and they go down into the stomach and people are drinking water and they eat dessert and drink coffee and all that craziness. And they just set their whole body in a horrible turmoil and they're just going to be suffering. So fruits and vegetables do not uh, digest together. When they're combined the digestion of fruit is completely delayed and fermentation causes is a result of that. And lettuce and celery are exceptions, and they can be combined with any fruit except melons, okay? Mm-hmm. Tomatoes are a fruit, and it's an exception to that rule as well. Now, you can have tomatoes with the following vegetables. Lettuce, celery, okra, cucumbers, all the fruit vegetables, we call them. And on our food combining guide, you're going to know exactly what to do as far as the combinations, Okay. Uh, Mango Man Diet is going to give you 400 recipes. You're going to love that. 
but and that's all brand new. It's just brand new. We just barely finished it. We did a huge uh, interview with Dr. Joe Mercola, and there was needed some uh, help on that Mango Man diet. Now we fixed that all up. It's the best it's ever been. So here's what you can have tomatoes with, the following vegetables. Lettuce, celery, okra, cucumbers, eggplant, bell peppers, summer squash, zucchini squash. Those uh, are fruit vegetables, so tomatoes can go with those. Now here's the third commandment. Eat melons alone or leave them alone or your stomach will moan. They digest with nothing. The only food that you could possibly get away with with eating melons would be maybe papaya or mango. Nothing else. And that's so just we, an okay combination. Go ahead. Yeah, so we should be eating those alone. And melons are actually one of the, the easily, easily, easily digestible foods out there or digestible fruits out there, correct? That's correct. Now, a subcategory to the eating melons alone is dessert the desserts. If you're going to eat dessert... Listen how bizarre this sounds. Eat the dessert before the meal, never after. Because when you eat sweets, even fruit, after a meal, you foul up the digestive process again, and then your food begins to rot. And bacteria turns the food into alcohols and vinegars, and no digestion is a result. Our bodies hate the alcohol, and our friends hate the gas. So <laughs> nature's way of releasing gas by way of your bowels is a natural process, but it's not natural for it to be stinking. And here's the bottom line to all of this so we can move on here. Combine when you dine to get the correct effect, and anything worth doing is worth doing poorly until you can at least learn to do it well. What about, um, and this real quick question here, it just came to my head about fructose malabsorption. Like some people cannot deal with, with uh, the fruit, the fructose in the fruit. Is that anything to do with just... No, that, that has nothing to do with it. Fructose okay. is wonderful for the body. In the, okay, let me give, uh, give you an analogy because we've got a lot to go here. Uh, a fruit, uh, sugar cane is very nourishing. It's very good for you. Cane sugar, processed cane sugar is lousy for your body. Mm -hmm. Fructose in fruit is highly nourishing. Fructose processed is lethal on the body. And we're, we're fed the wrong material. Uh, you would be amazed at how many people uh, have relaxed their whole deal on fruit. Because they were saying it has fructose in it. Well, of course it does. It's what your body needs. That's just the deal. Okay. All right. That's enough about that. Yeah, because that can set off a, a blaze here. There's a lot of people, a lot of things going on about fruit. So um, we're so starved for good nutrition. And most people will eat anything and everything, Dr. Pickering, <clears throat> and in poor combinations with their body uh, chemistry. And then a lot of turmoil happens. Uh, tell us what you've noticed about people that go through on a daily basis contending with this dilemma, eating very poor nutrition and, and just combining the wrong foods. Sure. When we don't combine our foods, Darren, correctly, then we have gas, flatulence, heartburn, upset stomach, voila, bring on the Rolaids, the Tums, the Gelucel, the Pepto-Bismol, Digel, Alka-Seltzer, Bromo-Seltzer, uh, Gas-X, Melanta, milk magnesium That's just to stop the hassle of the upset stomach. Now, check this out. What about the headaches all this causes? Aspirin, Tylenol, Bufferin, Excedrin, 
uh, Advil, Aleve. I mean, that's just to name a few as there's dozens and dozens of brands. It's a huge business. The health of our country relies on the people being sick. We're just going to have to come to grips with that. Now we take something because the smell is coming out of our mouth. Listerine, mints, flavored chewing gum, and the list can go on. Hey, we use underarm deodorants by the hundreds of brands because the smell is coming out of our bodies. Then we have rinse away and a host of other products because the poison is coming out of our scalps. What about absorbing junior because it's coming out of our toes? We use tegrin for that heartbreak of psoriasis because it's coming out of our skin. Check this out. We use X-Lax to open the door. Preparation H to close the door again. And we have tranquilizers and a host of other common agents just to make us sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, check this out. We start the day with caffeine. We get through the day with nicotine. We relax in the evening with alcohol and tranquilizers just to start the next day with something that fizzes. And we start the whole cycle over again every day. It's a stupid, foolish process and can all be totally eliminated if we just ate better foods in compatible combinations with our body's digestive chemistry, which is what MangoManDiet.com is all about. And the large chart that we have, it's now in 37 countries, it's called CombineWhenYouDine.com. That's what that's all about. So that's what happens when we don't eat good stuff in compatible combinations. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There are a lot of people eating poor nutrition. And uh, I wanted to jump back on what you were saying about the whole nutrition and the crime. If anybody wants to check this out, there's a really good interview. You can find it. Uh, Russell Blaylock did a really good lecture. Oh, yes. you can, I think him on YouTube. And he talks about this whole thing of they did these, these studies in prison about how many people, prisoners were actually hypoglycemic and how many of them were just really bad nutrition and they ended up cleaning up their diets and some of those prisoners never came back to prison after they cleaned up their diet and cleaned up their nutrition habits. So, yeah, you can check that out. Um, Dr. Pickering, how did you get so adamant or involved in food combining? Share your story with us. I'd be glad to. You know, after suffering, as I was starting to say there earlier, but I wanted to move on, um, for years, with years of digestive problems. I mean, I was sick one time in bed for eight months, flat on my back. Okay, rheumatic fever. I had rheumatoid arthritis. I had rheumatic fever three times. Rheumatoid arthritis, gout, blind in one eye, uh, 60% vision in the other eye. That's not because of what I ate, because I dropped acid into my face. And that was a great, great, great blessing. Because how I conquered that is uh, uh, old Doc Foster. I never forgot. He was 82 when I first met him. He was one of the truly best friends I've ever had in my life. Everything that happens to us comes to us because of divine design in our lives. Don't stress about it. Say, okay, what's the blessing here? It has to have a blessing. That acid. you know how I got that acid out of my eye? Uh I took a lemon and went in. Honestly, I took a piece of cheesecloth and laid there in bed, and I said, Lord, catch me because I'm coming home. When this thing (laughs) hits the eye, I'm coming. (laughs) I squeezed that lemon into my eye. Ah! I was suffering for three weeks, couldn't see, never supposed to see again in my life. Mm -hmm. I splashed muriatic acid into my face when I was a lifeguard uh, before I get interested in what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. But... That was my beginning. It was a setback that became a setup to come back. And after suffering from years, when I was in Vietnam, my gosh, I was so sick. 
I could tell you stories and stories and stories. You go to CombineWhenYouDine.com and read the one on that Maureen Phelps did, George McKenzie, Larry Satterfield. Look at some of those testimonies from people. I mean, people were taking digestive enzymes for years and years and years. Larry owns the biggest health food store out there in West Texas and continually buys our work and says, if it were, he had to take, he hasn't taken a digestive uh, pill in 10 years because of just the food combining guide. Now, all food combining guide, uh, pardon me, all food combining does is to ensure that the food you eat doesn't stay in the stomach any longer than it should. And you're going to hear some negative feedback about food combining. But you know what I have to, have to think about, brother? It's always the smallest dogs that make the most noise. Mm-hmm. And there are people today who still believe that the Holocaust never happened. I mean, get a life. Mm-hmm. Get a life. I mean, I have, I, I'm ashamed to say it, I have family members believe the Holocaust never happened. Come on. Investigate food combining, everybody. Prove it to yourself. You deserve the best. Beliefs will only be beliefs as long as we have people out there to believe in. But truth will always be truth, whether we believe it or not. And here's the truth. We're not garbage dumps with hairy lids. Uh, you got to learn the science of cause and effect. This is our corporate headquarters. When we have a headache, that doesn't mean we have a Tylenol deficiency. I mean, come on. So mm-hmm. here's the best way to get the proper sequence of our meals down. Eat the most easily digestible food first, fruit. Eat the more complex foods next, be your starches, and eat the most concentrated food last, that'd be your proteins. The largest meal at the beginning of the day, the medium meal at the, in the middle, and the least meal at night. Notice how people got that all wrong. They eat coffee and donuts for breakfast or cereal and milk or oatmeal and bran. and It's garbage. There's so much better for you. We're not garbage dumps with hairy lids. This is our corporate headquarters, and we own 100% stock in a blue-chip corporation. I tell my audience, stop selling your stock cheap. Put a high price tag on your stock. You're better than this. And there's nothing to support that you're on this world to be sick, fat, miserable, or broke. I'm going to say something to the audience right now. 2%, Darren, of all of the people in this world think logically for themselves. 8% think when they're in pain and suffering. And 90% would rather die than think. And the fact that the person is listening to this blog talk radio and are tuning into your shows suggests to me that you or they are in the, uh, uh, the 2% who think. And I'll qualify that. Dr. Lester Breslow, the dean of the School of Public Health in Los Angeles, California, says that if you just switch your lifestyle from a bad one to a healthier one, you can add as much as 14 years to your life. So for you to take 60 minutes out of your life to learn how to add years to your life, I think that's a real good trade-off. So hats off to you for being a member of that 2% who think by taking a positive step towards a healthier lifestyle. You're not a garbage dump with a hairy lid. Yeah, I um, tell people all the time, you've got to unplug from the matrix. Unplug from the matrix. Give us an example of, you just mentioned the, um, the proper sequence to uh, combine your foods out of milk. Give us an example of what you ate. What did you do this morning? What did you eat? Cool. Oh, man, you'll love this. Uh, good, we've got some time. Uh, I take three oranges. By the way, Darren, I just got back from a blueberry farm. 
picked. Now, you pick 100 pounds of blueberries. You talk about a sore back. So I only picked 20 pounds. And the lady said, they're 350 a pound if you pick them. I said, okay, I'll pick them. After 20 pounds, I said, how much are they if you pick them? She said, $4. I said, you pick them. (laughs) (laughs) So I got me 100 pounds of blueberries, froze them. And uh, I take one of those out, uh, a pint of the blueberries, four oranges, and two mangoes, and a little slice of pineapple. I blend that up every morning, every morning when it's in season. And uh, uh, my first intake is always a pint of room temperature distilled water. Then I have a little but a pint of orange juice, then I make that little mixture. After that, I come in my office. I do what I have to do. I get ready to go to the, uh, I do a a 15 to 20-minute workout in one of my five gyms here in my home. Then I get down to the beach. I stretch for an hour on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, And I swim a half a mile Monday, mile Tuesday, uh, mile and a half Thursday, two miles on Friday. On Wednesday and Sunday, I ride 25 to 40 miles on my bike with some pull-up routines and all of that. And on Saturday's my play day, frisbee, run, do whatever I want to do on that day. No, nothing structured. So the point is, fruit for breakfast. Now, when I get through it, that's a low glycemic. That's a very low glycemic index fruit uh, meal. So it's going to give me energy. High glycemic, low glycemic. You're going to hear about that. High glycemic is like lighter fluid in your hand. Uh, you strike a match to it, burns real quick, burns real hot, and then burns out real fast. That's high glycemic. That's bananas, melons, uh, all of those kind of foods. Your low glycemic are four categories. Your berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and uh, all that. Your berries, your core fruit, that's apples, pears. Your stone fruits, that'd be like cherries, peaches, apricots, nectarines. Uh, 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 okay. And then the fourth one is, of course, your citrus. So everything that I consume first has got to be low. After I get back home from the activity, I have a high glycemic, and here's my high glycemic mid-morning meal, and I just love it. I take a half a papaya, blend up three bananas, and one mango. Look out now. That thing is so sweet and so delicious. I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, why don't people do this? Forget the fact it's good for you. It's just delicious, man. It is so good. At noontime, I have uh, one of my many recipes that you're going to see. And by the way, Mango Man Diet, that has all of the recipes for your January. Here's your Februarys. Here's your Marches. Here's your Aprils. So I go in and I pick out, let's say now it's June. I take one of the June recipes, and those are all my recipes we put together over the years. I take a noon recipe, and I'll prepare that. And then I get a nap in the afternoon. I'm working. Of course, I get a nap. I get back up. I go back to work. I've got this to do, that to do. And my evening meal is always a protein with some greens. Greens with proteins. And you've got yourself. And as I say, you don't have to be vegetarian. You can eat a little meat, but eat it sensibly. I don't eat meat. I'll eat a little fish. And that's as far as it goes. So that's my day. And uh, we can go on and on and on about that, brother, but there's, there's a lot. Can I close off with a little something here? Because I know we're down to the wire here. Yeah, we're almost down to the wire. So I was going to okay. ask you if you had any closing remarks. Sure. Let me, let me say this. Every two to three days, we have a whole new lining in our mouth, Darren. Every five days, a whole new intestinal lining. Every 15 days, all new white blood cells, man. Every 120 days, all new red ones. Every six months, a whole new bloodstream. Every 11 months, we've got a whole new cell structure. Every two years, 
we've got a whole new set of bones, and every seven years we've got a brand new body. Now, if that's true, why do we die? If at that rate, we just should live forever. Here's the reason we die. When uh, you take an old video and you, you make a copy of that VHS video and you put the original away and then you make a copy from that copy and you go down ten generations, well, the tenth generation is dismal at best. You, I mean, the resonance isn't there and nothing. So what we're doing <clears throat> is when our bodies are not getting the right cellular structure from the food we're eating, then the body deteriorates faster and faster and faster. We are in complete control of our minds. You're a beautiful person and special with a non-negotiable self-worth, and I only wish that I had have known this information when I was so sick, where life was always a problem to be solved and not some uh, joy to be lived. So you, you got it. It's always easier to talk about the problem than embrace the solution. Let's get on with it. Combine when you dine to get the correct effect, Here's a little poem for you to remember. No matter how much you acquire or fulfill your every desire, what good is all that wealth when you've lost your health and have to suffer until you expire? Gary, uh, Darren, rather, hats off to you for making a positive difference, brother. Yeah, thank you, man. I really appreciate you being on the show, and this is something that I think is very, very overlooked, so I'm glad you came on to, to discuss it. Is there any way they can go um, on one of your sites to kind of get a just a, a brief, uh, synopsis of, of food combining? Sure. Um, uh, what can I give the audience? Um, email me, mangoman at mangoman.com, and ask me for an article on food combining. Mm-hmm. That'll be free. That's a special report that I'll make sure you get. But you really need to have some tools in your hand. So go to Combine When You Dine to get your chart and go to Mango Man Diet. You've got a 27-day course on food combining there. You've got eight uh, uh, audio programs, three special reports, 400 recipes, 139 articles. Uh, there's $772 worth of goods on that site, and it's only $47. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, anyway, that's what I would suggest people to do. Yeah, this uh, it, Mango Man at MangoMan.com, and you can just email um, Dr. Pickering, and he'll send you a free report on that. If you have an interest in doing this, which I think everybody should have an interest in, in doing it, because this is probably not the first time I've heard about it. It kind of piqued my interest when I heard about it the first time, and Dr. Pickering is an expert on this. So you're actually getting this from an expert, someone who lives and breathes this every day. So I would suggest going to that site and picking it up if you do have an interest in that. But Dr. Pickering, thank you, man. We will be in touch, and we will talk again very soon. All the best to you as you continue to make a positive difference, Darren. You're a delight to work with. All right. Thank you, doctor. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Hope they had a good show. Hope everybody listened. If you have any questions, you can always uh, just put, drop it in the Facebook page, or you can email me at Darren at fat-man.com. Next week, we're going to have a show with uh, Dr. Doris Rapp on, and we're going to be talking about environmental allergies. And this is big on for kids, and she's a really good expert, uh, and she's going to talk, come on and talk about kids. And there's some very crazy things that go on with kids when they have environmental allergies, and she'll uh, be discussing that, or allergies in general, what happens to our kids when their learning is actually decreased. And I'm going to ask her a lot about 
just experiments she did when kids ingest different types of foods and things happen to them automatically when they, they eat these types of foods. So that'll be a good show with Doris Rapp on next week. That'll be next Wednesday at 8 p.m. So I will see you then. Same fat time, same fat channel. Good night. Thank you for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.